Dean Stockwell, Sally Field, and Kent Smith. Hello there, and welcome to episode 93 of the Night Gallery podcast. My name's Chris Brown. Today we're talking about the 13th episode from season 3. It was originally aired on May 13th, 1972, um, written by uh, David Raphael, uh, based on a short story by Martin Waddle and directed by Jenna Swark. And it, it's called Whisper, and it's probably got the, um, the best miscast cast, if that makes any sense, in a Night Gallery app. We're most pleased that you've seen fit to visit us here. As usual, we're doing business at the old stand, or on the same wires, if you will. Because our stock in trade is paintings, all sorts of paintings, charming little still lifes, and on a few occasions, a few still deaths. Now, check this one, if you will. Strips of ethereal night clouds are seen from the vantage point of a square acre of tombstones and the face of a neutral onlooker who surveys the silence. Well, perhaps not quite total silence, because the name of our painting is Whisper, and it tells the story of one body inhabited by two people. And at a point, as you can well imagine, this gets crowded. And if this one doesn't ice up the old spine, we'll send you one of our official apologies, along with the body. That's the kind of guarantee you get in the night gallery. Charlie and Irene uh, Evans are well, played by Gene Stockwell and Sally Field um, have left San Francisco and they've left San Francisco to move to Mississippi see Irene is a uh, is a woman who occasionally becomes possessed and um, they have moved to this country house to try and find out a bit more about the the inhabitants of her body at the moment, these spirits that kind of take over and whisper into her ear. It's happened quite a lot to her, but this one's different. The two spirits are, uh, well, there's two for one. One, a woman, a young woman called Rachel, and a baby too. But um, Charlie's concerned. This time it seems to be far more serious, and he, she, he seems to, she seems to be losing control rather than just hearing whispers. The, uh, the spirits seem to be taking a far more worrying stance and trying to almost take over her entire body. Hi. Hi, Irene. Come here. Let me show you my favourite. Sweetheart, I can't quite make it out. Veda Mecum. I wonder what that is. Latin. Do you know what it means? Vedamicum? Take me with you. Where? Home. Really? Home? Charlie persuades Irene that it's probably best if they leave. Um, that it's, you know, it's, it's getting a bit too much. But the night before they're due to go, she disappears. 
Um, Charlie searches everywhere for her and finally finds her in an old abandoned summer house. She is digging into the ground and her voice is that of somebody from the south. Eventually they find a body, a young stillborn child, a skeleton from a hundred years ago. And Irene says that it's important that they give this child a proper burial. Charlie complies with that request and um, instead of, well, at the gravestead, he prays and hopes that Irene is now free of the torment, but instead she appears to be a hollow husk, and instead, on the voice on the breeze, he hears Irene saying that she can't return. I think well, there's a couple of problems in here really. Sally Field isn't really um, quite ethereal enough in this role. She should be like kind of otherworldly and she's quite um, she's quite homely really in truth and not quite like she's the kind of person that would um, take all this on board. And, and to be fair to Gene Stockwell, he's, he's a great actor but he, he appears to be acting in a completely different story to what's actually happening around him. Um, I mean, it's... It's a problem mainly because the script kind of I think leaves you a little bit um, a little bit confused about what's actually happening. Um, I mean, it's a fantastic script, but it doesn't really work um, in terms of how it should really work. Uh, it's just you, you kind of it's you have to accept so much otherworldliness that's kind of taken as being normal that um, when you actually get to the shock, you kind of it doesn't really shock you because it's just. It, it, there's too much going on, I think, in the, in the 25 minutes to really grab you. That That's my opinion anyway. Um, the writer, who is quite tough on himself, Raphael said, I keep, think people, pe keep thinking people are going to understand a lot of stuff that they can't understand. It was confusing at the beginning, that whole thing of his talking to the camera and then hear voices. You can get really lost. And it's not just because it's a French movie. It's just unclear, that's all. What he's referring to there is that characters talk to camera to like tell them tell people how they feel, which is quite a you know a traditional frame reference. I mean, almost Shakespearean, you know. But um, you don't see it a lot in standard drama, particularly like rock gothic drama, uh, even in the seventies. Although it's kind of used in advertising, I suppose. So it's kind of it doesn't work quite as well, possibly as you would have hoped. Um, that, I mean, his, his his opinion is quite harsh and truth on himself, but because uh, it is a very distinctive story, but um, I think you know it, it it just doesn't really gel together as well as it could. 
budget restraints nearly actually stopped it from happening. The original location of it and the story was England, with various, you know, aristocratic elements to the tale. Um, they didn't have enough money to film off-site. It had to be the Universal lot. Um, and the reason why it was changed to the Deep South was, um, you know, because that, that they had a mansion that would suit the story if it was moved. Um, I think it works okay, uh, and I don't think it really is that detrimental. It certainly has a feel of, you know, like um, another worldly kind of element. Uh, uh, you know, it, it's quite soft-lensed and, and, and spooky. Reminds me a bit of House of Ghost. Um, that kind of that kind of tone to it, autumnal almost. I wouldn't say they managed to make it look like somewhere like New England. Obviously, I mean it's based in Massachusetts anyway, but they you know they have made it look um, look good for what it is. But as I was saying, the stumbling block is it's very very difficult to get into in the first place, and I think the script bites off more than it can chew with that kind of TV format. Um, originally, Laird wasn't going to allow that story uh, to be told like that um, but he obviously acquiesced and it went, once everyone got the nod and it, it, it went forward um, Rayful chiselled um, was meant to be a meaningful Latin phrase and so on the headstones the haunts Irene vade mecum uh, Irene and the storytellers try that it translates to just take me with you but um Apparently, the reason why he put it in, in, in there was it was just as a bit of a joke, because in actual fact, it's a Swedish, um, a Swedish mouthwash, which is quite lethal and uh, quite quite burning hot. So uh, you have to really dilute it. I think it was just a, a joke towards that more than anything, really, just a little bit of a gag for himself. Afraid of grass stains? Oh no. Don't care, Charlie. See how easy it is to live recklessly? Oh, yeah. I thought brother'd right, didn't you? No. Why don't you like him? Well, for one, he's dull. For two, he's a bigot. And three, he's a snob. Yes, but besides that... Righto. Um, we're really getting into like the, the later stuff now. There's only a few night gallery proper episodes to go before we kind of start wrapping up in terms of syndication stuff and and the stuff that was filmed but not actually used in the episodes um next week is not one of the classic ones it is the doll of death uh, but if you want to get hold of me please do uh, my name uh, you can email me at chris the night gallery podcast.com you can go to our website www.twilightzonenetwork.com in there there's links to our twitter page and also our facebook page and all the various articles and podcasts that we put up as well. Um, if you want to get hold of me personally, you can do it. My Twitter is at orange underscore monkey. And, um, well, until next week, take care, and I'll speak to you soon. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>